This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, small claims denies Vivan's request for a refund, finding Robbie's performance exactly as advertised. Kevin Walters declares the Philippines part of Queensland in a desperate attempt to get some fight in the Maroons. Matt Pryor awarded the gallon for feeder Ennis Kamali Stevens Eddingshausen the McGaw Medal for continuing Cronulla's tradition of mediocre origin performances. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 17 of the 2018 NRL season. Well, and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 294 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, man? Mate, I am not upset by this round of... Uh, You're not upset? Well, I guess I weren't really upset, but there were some comebacks. Embarrassed. <laughs> no, there were some good comebacks this round. Yeah, some dodgy comebacks. Yeah. As well. Yes. There were some good comebacks and some dodgy comebacks. That's it. There was a lot of comebacks. Pretty much it was like Twitter. Just all comebacks. And a percentage of them were okay. Yeah, low percentage of them yes. were, <laughs> were uh, skillful yes. and uh, deftly performed. Yes. And some were just dodgy. Um, got a tweet to start off uh, from uh, JK underscore 2009, who uh, tweeted us and said, uh, new to the NRL podcasting game, just wanted to say cheers for the hours of entertainment each week. Also, up the Cowboys. Welcome, sir. So Thank you for 2009. Mm-hmm. That's not your birth year, is it? I hope not. I really do. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't need no nine-year-olds, depending on the month of birth, <laughs> eight-year-olds. Oh, Christ. Listening to uh, none of this filth. You're a child. You're a child. <laughs> and up the Cowboys, um, and I'm sorry, I, I, I don't want to speak to you like a child, but uh, those cunts are cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Down, down, cowboys are down. Uh, but thank you, sir, for for sending us the tweet, and uh, you're welcome. And uh, you and uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. And uh, yes, Wait, where are the parents in North Queensland? This is how you end up with fucking Brett Dallas's. Yeah, well, down at Brett Dallas's dad's <laughs> fucking servo grabbing. Well, I don't, I don't know if it comes from his servo, but all I know is that uh, the the uh, the the overrated. Winger with a, a fucking head full of <laughs> a, a, a scraggly, curly mop of red hair blazing down the sideline when he caught it. Oh, God. Those days are long gone. He's blazing something else. It's all mind control. How the piss hype. <laughs> mind control. It's all mind control. Well, I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you allow yourself to be mind controlled, like Matty Johns or <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, but if you allow yourself to be mind controlled, is it really mind control? Oh, yeah. Look, if I say, would you like me to go and get you a beverage, and I go and get it, have you mind-controlled me? I fucking offered you. Look, um, can I just stop you right there and say that the 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 psyche of Brett Dallas 2018 <laughs> is not something I think requires clinical fucking diagnosis or, or dissection? I think uh, you've just got to say, look... <laughs> Joke's on us. Joke's... He's probably the fucking... Twelve monkeys cunt. <laughs> and he's just trying to stop Armageddon. 
Oh, come on, show. <laughs> get, get on, Brett. Oh, it'll be a train wreck, but I mean, you know, so is what, mate? <laughs> that other one. Oh, that, um, that would be the best get out of NRL media ever. Oh, getting Brett Dallas 2018. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, fuck, I mean, like, as I was telling you before the show, I mean, the Bulldogs couldn't track him down for, like, their 2010 or 2011, like, team of the century things. <laughs> yes, I suppose you, you wouldn't get him into he's an elusive. He's an elusive man. HQ either. I would get him down to the meet-up. <laughs> you just have to promise. <laughs> make, make certain assurances. <laughs> um, origin teams were named for, for the third and final Origin Clash being played on uh, Wednesday week. And uh, Queensland... Through injury, were forced uh, to to make some changes, namely Greg Inglis out. So they've had to shift uh, Dan Gagai from the the wing over into the number three. Yep. And uh, in his in uh, in his place, Corey Oates moves in. Yep. The other big one is uh, that uh, perennial choker Ben Hunt has been relegated to the bench in in the fourteen. And uh, he will he will have to sit in the corner well, and sadly a, sadly stroke himself. Well, he watches a perennium choker. Well, while a champion premiership winner, Daly Cherry Evans comes in to try and salvage what little respect. So he's not going to have he's not going to have Watmo's coattails to ride on. It's Origin game, mate. He doesn't need to ride on coattails. It's his team now. Yeah, it is. They've forgotten. They've 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 forgotten that. Uh, like you got you got no Cronk and, and Smith. I mean, Billy's there, but he doesn't care that Cronk and Smith are gone because they all hate each other now. So, Billy's like Billy's going to go out. Uh, go out have, with the C on Jeff, his name. Jeff have falling out with a group of friends. Yeah, and like you know, some associate with that really fucking religious kid. That's Billy Slater. <laughs> Like, everyone's fighting and Billy's out. Oh, come on, guys. Let's all be friends. I want to know, I want to know where Billy stands on this. I mean, was he... Did he hug up on... Did he yeah. hug up on Coop? Because I didn't see... I only saw the... I only saw the uh, the, the clip. I was... Uh, after these games, like... the they had a beer the, together. The app just goes fucking... Yeah. And just, like, cuts it off almost as soon as the fucking yeah. hooter goes, you know? Yeah. Like, you barely get through the first post, you know, sideline interview. But um, So I didn't see how Cooper reacted funnily to, enough, to Billy Slater. They, but I did see the Cam Smith thing, though. Yes. Who the fuck cares? Um, it's not interesting but it's kind of like it's like damn some shit must have gone (laughs) you know what I mean like in the space of eh. 12 months or something like that wow yeah this is one of those things people have just got to be happy never knowing yeah you know and like and and, and if you're like me and with the relationship to the Melbourne Storm you know you wish them the worst life has to offer anyway so this is actually part of the master plan and if you if you look at the two I read an article the other day, and within the article, there were two plausible reasons. Okay. Right? One of them um, being... The wedding thing? About Kronk's... Uh, no, 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 but just the reason for the fire is Kronk's opinion of some... Um, uh, a host that Smith stuck his little referee into. Well, I mean, alleged, I mean but see, that's, that's like an allegedly thing based on but an allegedly thing. the other end of the spectrum was that... It was about Cronk being unhappy, uh, Smith being unhappy that Cronk took so long to make a decision, and he thought that was very un, unprofessional that he dragged it out for so long. You know what? That's probably closer to the truth, though. I reckon. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, but, yeah. look, at the, look at the spectrum of shit that's being bandied yeah. around. Yeah. 
Uh, Napa Napa is uh, has moved to the eighteen, I believe. I thought it was initially reported as dropped, but I think he's got some sort he of fucked his uh, knee. he's got some sort yeah. of injury. Yeah. 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 So um, New South Wales, for their part, they are largely unchanged from game two, with the exception of Tarek Sims coming in for the woefully underperforming Matt Pryor. Mm. I think that Tarek Sims he'll get he'll get more than thirty meters on his first two carries. Yeah. Um and uh Vaughan moves into the starting lineup, which is great because I mean he turned he, he pretty much turned the game when he came on for his first stint. Yeah. We were getting fucking handled fairly comfortably, I thought. Yeah. And uh and, and he and he turned it all around. Um otherwise uh we good Ryan James, unlucky, fucking once again. He didn't. He didn't he know that do? he didn't know that Pryor was going to get dropped. But he still comes out and fucking beast modes the Tigers. Yeah, scores another tr- another fucking try. And the guy cannot yeah. state a more powerful case. And for a state that did nothing but pick a fucking the the result of a dugong raping a potato mm-hmm. that would take fucking shit prop hit ups. And then, raping, and then raping the baby, the, the the baby, you know, Patagong or whatever yeah. you want to call it, and then and then that offspring growing up and calling it Matthew. I was talking about Paul Gallant, <laughs> oh, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm saying we, we we had Paul Gallant for fucking so many fucking years. Yeah, Ryan James can do exactly what Paul Gallant did, except he'll score a try three out of twenty times, and uh, and and and, and uh, at times when. He's the guy r- running the good line from five meters out. Not not when not when it's all on the line yeah. and you need to you need to sp- spread it wide. And he just runs it straight to the post from twenty meters out. Fuck <laughs> now. Um, yeah, my only concern, and I must admit, I had to go looking for it, was that you know Sim- Sims at times can be a bit of a hothead. Uh, yeah, and, well, and in Origin games, a, a penalty at the wrong time can be the difference between yeah, life and death. Yep. Yeah. The the other thing that I heard uh, that when they were talking about Sims and like oh what he would bring to the side, they were sort of saying that you know oh he's you know he's been great you know playing out like basically playing out the same side as Boyd Cordner and I think wow is is Cordner's injury like is is he more seriously injured than they're saying. And Sims very seriously injured. And yeah, and Sims and Sims is being brought in. Because he's definitely going to take the 11 from Cordner, and then Ryan James gets to come up anyway. This is purely speculation. I see Boyd Cordner as a guy who would play injured to the point of doing damage to the team instead of pulling the pin. So I, I really hope that that Freddie and the doctors are on. I, th- I, I just feel like he's the. I feel like he's the type of guy that actually is probably more team first. Like Gallon is a guy, I think. Yeah. The only time Gallon succumbs to injury is when he doesn't want to throw another L on his record and yeah, become the all timer. Miraculously unfit. Yeah. Oh my God, miraculously. Yeah. So look, the Queensland side injuries also to um, to Ponga, so he's gone, and yeah, Ponga is well, certainly their fucking their, their great hope. How uh, bad are the Maroons going when the fucking rookie who you could who wasn't even good enough to claim his preferred position? Yeah. Gets injured, and people are losing hope. And you see the article on like Kevin Walters, where it was like yeah. he was he was in the in the commentary box for another game, preparing you know preparing for the game, and 
like maybe he was the, the, the cans one or whatever. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And then the, he gets a text or a message or someone like, says, you know, like you know, Pong has done his whatever, and he's <laughs> and he's just gone white. He starts texting. <laughs> so, look, I think that the Queensland starting pack, I mean, they've got like Arrow in there and, uh, and Papali starting. I actually think that their starting pack is probably better than they've offered in the series so yeah. far. However, their bench, Ben Hunt, Jared Wallace, who's done nothing, Cohen Hess, who's done nothing since 2017, and Tim Glasby, who's done nothing ever. That fucking <laughs> that that but that bench. You can't is, be fucking mean to Tim Glasby. Oh no, it's oh, okay. This isn't social media. This isn't social media. Okay, yeah. we can be mean to yeah, it. So suck it, Kevy. Yeah. Um, fucking hashtag guppy. cuck. Now uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that that bench though is 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 fucking garbage. And when you look at the yeah, and Un- unless you need them, you know, un- unless. Unless McCulloch does his fucking shoulder again, and all of a sudden having Hunt on the bench is a fucking genius move. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's, it's not uncommon to have a guy like a back in a utilityish sort of role, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but then you look at the you look at the the blue side, and I mean, like Sims coming on, great. Jakey Turbo, fucking player of the series, Crichton, great. Peachy, or better be fucking better this week. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But um. And then potentially, you know, should Cordner succumb to injury, you know, you've got Ryan James. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one, you know, that's six points right there. Yeah. Because Maloney ain't going to miss, and Ryan James is going to score a try. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. And when he scores them, he scores them fucking dead. He, gets, he pretty much gets them under the stick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when, when James lines up at first receiver. Like, when you come home, do you walk into your neighbor's house by accident? No, you fucking know where you live. <laughs> if Ryan James at first receiver, they want to put three guys between the posts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just something you've got to coach. <laughs> With that Queensland side, though, the, the, the person that no one's talking about or, or making a big fuss about is Corey Oates. And he scares the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like having another like, actual effective second rower. Yeah. Exactly. Starting your sets off. Yeah. yeah. Well, he... Well, yeah. And, and, he's, and he's returns from kicks. And, yeah. And his carries, like, you know, maybe first up after a kick return or something if he's not yep. the one that goes to. Yeah, he's... he's Fucking so he can score a try too. I mean, remember last year it was the thing, you know, like I yep. first try scorer. Uh huh. Difference is though the the reason why I'm not too perturbed about Oates. I mean, while individually I think he is he is a, a player to, that you, we'd have to be concerned about in defence. He's not going to have Greg Inglis fucking trampling James Robertson. Yeah. Like yeah. Greg Inglis has played beast mode in the first two games. True. And even despite him, Greg Inglis playing beast mode in the first yeah. two games, still couldn't get him over the line. In, I, I do rate Corey Oates though as pro, one of one of the the wingers who has less need of a brilliant centre than any others. You know, there's Dar- Darius Boyd is a winger. Yeah, is he, nowhere without Greg Inglis to throw him. Like Greg Inglis basically picked yep. him up and threw him over the line. Corey Oates can do enough on his own. The amount of times that you see Corey Oates there, like, you know, if the centre's yep. on the a couple of plays before, and he just creates for himself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, he, he's a danger man. As where's he going to line up as well? I mean, is he, gonna, is he, is he, is he going to line up over on Latrell and uh, and uh, Fox, or is he going to come? Or is he going to come? Yeah, down? he'll yeah. be he'll be on. No, no, he'll if be he's on Ado Car. But yeah, okay. Which in which case he's got Chambers inside, and Chambers doesn't pass the ball. Corey Oates, ergo, Corey Oates will never get the ball, ergo, he's no threat. Yeah. Oh, look, you know, you, gay guy has moved over, so... My mathematics is fucking... 
Well, well, no, if, he, if, he's, if, he sl- if he slots straight in and replaces, that's the right. No, so if, he's going to defend on our right. If he if he's got if he is going if he's going to slot if Gagai slots straight in for Inglis, then he's going to have Val. Yeah, true. So then that means Will Chambers has Oates. Yeah, they go scientifically proven. Chambers does not pass the ball. Corey Oates will never touch the ball except on kick returns. So get a good straight line and kick and kick chase. <laughs> Wrap him up. Fucking no problem. There you go, Freddie. When you're, when you're ready to retire. Look, mate, I will look. get your shoes off, yeah. walk around the park bare feet. That's it. Get on the phone, give us a call. Spot on. <laughs> um, now, Shunter sent us a tweet, and he's uh, Shunter86 on Twitter. What label would one apply to Ben Hunt after failing in two outings at halfback for Queensland, then being demoted to the bench and watching DCE te- steer the team around the park? He's trying to bait you into response. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's baiting I got no love for Ben Hunt yeah, well, to... no he's, he, he wants he wants he wants you to drop a C-bomb they miss it <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Paul Mac underscore 78 who's been displaying uncharacteristic savagery over the last fortnight DCE back into the Queensland team New South Wales is going to sweep us like Barry Hall wasn't well like Barry Hall was in the room <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> lick his fingers afterwards <laughs> Oh, now, so speaking of Shunner, he's uh, he was the first one to to send us uh, this the, the story about the uh, Penrith mid-season review, yeah. and he said, he said uh, "Cuck me dead! This this week's the week to let Stafford set that off the leash again." <laughs> so the story being that the Pen- Penrith uh, undertaking a mid-season review of the football operations, including Anthony Griffin's performance, which uh, uh, Gould is evaluating the performance and looking for ways to capitalise on the start of the season, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so. For the remainder of the season, it is said that Gould and assistant coach Cameron Serraldo will take on a more hands-on approach. And also, recently retired hooker Peter Wallace has been promoted assistant coach. I think that's a obviously you know part of the thing that probably precipitated his retirement. They're probably like, look, yeah, you're fucking cooked. Yeah, but we will put you straight into a role. That's assistant it. coach. You can keep earning. Yeah, stay around the club. Uh huh. You know, do you say whatever inspirational shit you were doing? That's it. Yeah. So that's a good thing for like, for, Peter, for P-Wall. Yeah, your scrotum looked like the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man after he exploded for your state. <laughs> Please have a job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Gus has come out. Look, I, I was all ready to go on a big fucking rant about I told you so cunts. Um, <laughs> Gus, or, or the man pretending to be Gus on Twitter has since come out and and said to the the effect of worse the effect of you know while yes we did do a mid-season review Mm -hmm. and yeah we're not doing most clubs we did it two weeks ago and most clubs do Mm. of course we did yeah it's not that we've called for this and it's a surprise to anybody Mm. you know in in most jobs I know for a fact I get a mid-season review yeah when you worked for the man, did you get a mid-season review or an end-of-year yeah. review? Yeah, no, it was, it was usually it was usually like end of financial year yeah. because I mean the review was less a review and more of a negotiation of how much more they were going to give you next year. Exactly. Yeah, and in in a football club, there's a lot of stakeholders, mm-hmm. and there's also initiatives that have been put in and budgeted for and paid for at the beginning of the year, and people want reports and updates and yep. progress and all this shit. I'm I'm also absolutely fine with some fucking pressure being applied to Griffin. You know, Penrith were playing a style of football at the beginning of the year 
that was exceptionally simple. I said it then and I say it now. I think he lucked onto that strategy. Yeah. There are a couple of teams, you know, Seabolls won the Dragons as well, and the Dragons were doing it last year, who who have gone out there and intentionally structured themselves to play that style of football. Yep. Uh, I, I think that Griffin just lacked on, lacked on it when, when Cleary went down. Yeah. Um, and was forced to go simple, but that's what's effective these days. Yep. And, and to go from being a team that were doing that to now, now that directionless, there's no dramas if it happens one week. There's no dramas if it happens a couple... This, this is a long time now that, that they've been in this funk, so... I'm more than happy for the review. Mm-hmm. I have no problems if there is, you know, assistance or more people put in or this. And if Griffin does, the, uh, that's not a positive sign. I don't think for a team that's, you know, was leading the competition at one stage, is still in the top four, having two losses, I don't think that triggers a fire the coach clause. No, probably not. Even a couple more probably wouldn't. Because I mean, just uh, you know, if, but if I mean, he would, I mean, he's recently extended his contract too. But if, yeah, coaches' contracts aren't like yeah. If if, if however you know the club was to keep losing their way, you know, out of the eight, which if, is very difficult for any club to do, it's in the eight at the moment. If they miss the finals or they yep. get bundled out week, or if one, they're like eight, you know, seventh or eighth, yeah, and get bundled out week one, I think there'll be some questions to answer. Yeah. Um, Mr. Barjar sent us a tweet. He said, uh. Kevy's taken uh, hashtag trolls fault and rolled it into hashtag refs fault. Got to be a new deflection record of some type. So he's referring to Kevy having a sook. And um, first thing he he named about fourteen things that could have gone either way, which cost Queensland game two in the series. Pretty much uh. all refs fault stuff, like you know the penalty try. Like I think it's the first penalty try being given in in the history of Origin or something, and um, yeah, shit like that. And um, or the first one in like 36 years or something. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like a fucking long time. Yeah, whatever. But, um, and yeah, bits of, yeah, probably he's probably talking about the past, you know. Yeah, fucking shit. Anyway, then he goes on to talk about social media saying the social spotlight on our players is horrible. I think it's ridiculous some of the comments that have been bandied around about some of our players. Given the effort and what they've put into the series, I think all these idiots out there on social media are very brave behind the phone or keyboard, but I know the effort our guys have gone to this year through the series. Look. He's saying talking about Jared Wallace and Ben Hunt being popular punching bags. I've not seen anything about Jared Wallace on social media. Ben Hunt, absolutely. I mean, he attracts it because he's you know, a serial bottler and he's done very noticeable bottling things. Jared Wallace, Jared Wallace has just played fucking poorly. Um, yeah, he's also in an attention-seeking role. Hello, Mitchell Pearce. Let me tell you, Kevin, if I may call you that, you've won fucking 11 out of the last 13 series, mate. Mm. The series that have been lost have, for a large part in recent times, had a halfback of one M. Pierce. How dare you fucking complain about fucking one month of battering on social yeah. media when that dude has copped a fucking <laughs> half a decade at least. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. of brutality. And it doesn't fucking end when he's not in the New South Wales side. And <laughs> it was only you and me. <laughs> yeah, that's just you and me. I mean, you know, I th- I, Twitter's probably got like, well, it's, you know, I would imagine, you know, several thousand users that, yes. all, <laughs> that all go the same way. Um, 
Yeah, and he's reckoned that you know the uh, that the criticism. What makes it even more unfair is that the Maroons have been on the pace, falling short in game two by a bee's dick. Yeah, look, just to segue very quickly because we didn't talk about it when it first came out. The yeah. Melbourne Storm. Well, I don't know if it's just got Storm players in it or whatever, but yeah, they've released the ad about uh, social media. Yeah, basically, it I forget says, the I forget the specifics of, it, but I remember it was like the play, like you know, there's like a real person behind the. They're, they're, re- they're reading mean tweets about yeah. themselves, you know. Yeah. Now, hey, the tweets they're reading are about the most measured, fact-based, yeah, nice tweets that you could ever find. Critical yet. Well, no, you know, stuff like you know, Tim Glasby is not first grade quality. Yeah, so like, like critical, but not like outright yeah. abusive. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, um, I'm going to dig up Tim Glasby's dead grandmother and use her as a cum receptacle. Yeah, that that's it, not a real tweet. You didn't tweet that, did you? Not yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got no beef with Tim Glasby? <laughs> if he scored the match winning try at the end of the series, maybe. Yeah, but his granny was a cunt. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, Kevy, the thing is, you realise. Since sport began, right? When they're two Greek dudes fucking hiding, giving each other wrist teasers, wrestling back yep. on fucking Mount Olympus. Yeah. When one when one guy pinned another guy, there were cunts with hammers and chisels fucking trolling him and writing it down on <laughs> tablets and shit. Then you get journos these days. Yeah. All that has changed. These are the conversations people would have previously had in pubs, clubs, living rooms, workplaces, lunch tables, fucking while they're watching their kids train for sport. Forums, sending text messages to mates. Yeah. This well, is, even just and, take, and, take and all the gradual, electronic shit out of it. But then gradually you're moving the electronics, that's what I'm saying, yeah. and eventually, like, you know, MySpace, you know, Facebook, Twitter, but these like, are, it all... It, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But these are things that, you know, over the fence to your fucking neighbour and this, this, yep. this, this, whatever it is. Yep. These are the conversations. Mm -hmm. And you put Ben Hunt's performance 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. the same shit is being said. Yep. Right? Put it this way. Poor carriage. He's still fucking... (laughs) Afraid to go outside. (laughs) To this fucking day. (laughs) The, The reality is now, social media is a fucking thing. And do you know what the purpose of social media is? It's for everybody to have a voice. It's for the fucking kids in the Arab Spring to be live tweeting about the the shit that's going down. It's for the fucking Black Lives Matter people to, you know, tweet about what's going on so that the police brutality videos can get out there. You know? It's for, for Pornhub, so fucking... Hey, Sam Warden can finish himself off after those two things I've just said. And it's, it's for e for the people for whom Paul and Paul have to today. And finally, and most importantly... Great website. <laughs> and finally, it's a place where people can watch rugby league and call Ben Hunt a fucking bottler. Exactly. But, Kevy, these people that are saying these things, the reason they're fucking saying these things is because they feel something for their origin team. Mm-hmm. These are the people 
that give you your job. Now, I know that sounds very fucking close to the we pay your salaries. Yeah, it is very, thing, very, very close. But that is the reason that State of Origin special. Yeah. You know, it, it's not, it's not the domain of fucking polite golf claps and, well, yes, you've done your state proud and the effort was fantastic. Yeah. There are fucking legends of people playing through incredible pain and adversity with staples yeah. in their fucking head and, you know, just... Detonated testicles in their sack. Exactly, you know? Um, it, it, it was basically the inspiration for the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Actually, that was that scene was actually Steven Spielberg. I mean, innovator that he is. I mean, throughout his entire career, he actually filmed that opening scene of Saving Private Ryan in Peter Wallace's yam bag. <laughs> Steven, we get it. Okay, we see your vision. <laughs> we see your vision. Unfortunately, we can't get the funding. If you really want to call this Saving Wallace Scrote. <laughs> um, but social media is there. And for you to go, oh, people shouldn't say things that I, that they believe are true. Yep. That might hurt someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, what did players twenty years ago think that everyone said nice things about them after a loss? They hear it from the sideline. They hear it from the the benches. You know, and they hear it from the grandstands every fucking week. They'd hear it from the fucking leagues club straight to their face after the game. Yep, yep that too. You know, fuck me. So. The way to deal with these things is not to fucking sook and fucking you know, clutch your pearls and say, oh my God, you know, fucking please don't hurt our feelings. The way, the best way to deal with it is with the humour, like like the, you know, Kimmel with the, the mean tweets, the celebrities and 100%. stuff. And they've been doing it down here too, ripping it off like, you know, Fox or some fucking place. You yeah. know, we do like, you know, they do the little segment. Benji and, has yeah. to read out all the things yeah, people well, say well, about him. Benji you. had to read out something that I said about him. Oh, that's fucking, why I said that. It was fantastic. I mean, it was an old tweet. I mean, it was like, they he put it on last year, I think, but the tweet was like 2016. But yeah. uh, all the same, he took it with great humor. I love you, Benji. Great. But again, this is the thing. When you are a rugby league player, you know that if you are a professional sports person, you have additional scrutiny on you. Oh, look, if you, it's, I, I will, I will boil that down even further. If you are a person that does something, you're putting something into the public domain. You're gonna have, you're gonna have people, and you're gonna have cunts that, but fuck, we get fucking cunts run at us, like <laughs> football players. Anyone who puts themselves out there, yeah. is gonna have, is gonna have someone run at them for some fucking reason. I guess I'm so oblivious to that shit. Well, that's. Uh, if you get, if you want if you want to change the opinion of anything you do or who you are because of some fucking anonymous dumb cunt on yeah. on social media, it, how how fragile are you, mate? Like spot on. And like I'm not going to be like or have a cup of cement or whatever. But what I'm saying is you need to get some you need to get some perspective, and just uh-huh. and just have the discipline to either not read the mentions. Yeah. Or do do whatever it takes for you personally, for your you know for your fucking you know fragile psyche or your mental health or you know whatever you want to you know whatever it is. Like I mean, like, I mean, I care. People fucking bans with me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Or, anyone thinks about anything. But. There's there's one NRL player that has the best strategy. Mister R Farah, who went and got photographs of a certain Tigers fan fucking a goat. <laughs> And now has him fight all his battles for it. <laughs> oh, circling back to Kevy, he actually said that for that Mitchell, with that Latrell Mitchell try, 
the way he crashed over. Like, yeah. yeah. He said that Maloney didn't put his foot on the ball to play the ball, and we've seen that penalised, so we've had things go against us. Oh, he's he's legitimately fucking Kevy 44. Dead oh, set, mate. <laughs> Recaps kicking off on a Thursday night at Wynn Stadium. The Dragons 20 defeated the Eels 18 in front of a quite miserable fucking crowd for a front-running side of 6,933. It was Wollongong. What? Wynn Stadium's Wollongong. Yeah. Was it a... Like Big a, fucking deal. The population's more than 6,933. Yeah, but was it like a first Thursday or a second Thursday? There's only one Thursday, man. Yeah, but... Oh, you mean... Oh, shit. Okay. Good question. I don't know. Well, that's why. Yeah. If someone works for fucking yeah. Centrelink or whatever they call it these days, let us know. Dragons 20, double to Dufty. Aiken also with a try. We'd have three or three conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels 18 tries to Bevan French, Nathan Brown, Jared Hayne. Gutho, three of three. Well, the Eels looked fucking amazing for this game for probably about 74 minutes. Well, they didn't look amazing. For, they looked amazing for 60 minutes and they looked competent, you know, for, you know, 74. Yeah. Uh, Surprise! Like ambush the dragons. I think to an extent, the dragons were very lethargic. Well, you know, the dragons haven't been fantastic the last couple of weeks, except this time the eels, the eels were actually good enough to to punish them for it and stay with them for well, the entire you know, game. In, in their defence, yep. dragons had a shit ton of players coming back from rep duties. Uh, yeah, and getting into we were coming up against a team that that all of a sudden has something to play for, or I don't know what Parramatta's yeah. excuse was this yeah. week. I don't fucking yeah. know. They really um, don't. But this is this is the best they've looked, I reckon, since Penrith played them first time round. Yeah, they've had. I mean, they've they've had good starts to games. You know that Penrith game you mentioned, but I mean, even mm-hmm. even since uh, the shit, I mean, they turned. Remember, they they won a couple of games, yeah. and they and they were, they were starting to look like and people oh, were yeah. talking them up again. But I'm, I'm um, talking about their just a continued performance. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was led by Brown. That guy is the fucking heart and soul of that team. Problem is, he's also a fucking biscuit. <laughs> and when he's gone, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, that guy was... I mean, I, he was virtual potato status. Mm-hmm. And he lobs up to the eels. And he's the fucking leader of that team in yeah. every fucking way. Uh-huh. Um, except for the, having to see on him. But, like... <laughs> Except for the official way. Yeah, except for the official way. That every, they show every, every way to be the yeah. leader. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Dragons, for their, I mean, despite, you know, it's the cliche that, you know, the good teams, you know, find a way even when they're not, even when things aren't working for them, they find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that, that is true. And uh, this time, Ben Hunt, well, the way it's been played is like, it's like redemption for Ben Hunt. He was having an absolute fucking shocker in this yeah. game too, doing absolutely nothing. And then he then he puts that kick through. It's the same kick as Origin. It's exactly the same. He belted it. That would have gone dead easily, but for the fact that instead of you know like being you know, a potato like Will Chambers, yeah, he had a good player like you and Aiken who anticipated it, ran for his life, had do, the skill to grab it and plant it just before the dead. Do we ball know went. who Ben Hunt's halves coach was at the Broncos? No, because in watching him recently, I, I don't know if this is something he's always done. I haven't paid enough attention. Or whether it's something that's just come around lately. 
when you see a lot of the good halfbacks, you, you Thurston's, you Johns, you Alexanders, those yep. sorts of guys, if you watch them before they kick, they adjust their speed. Yep. Because they understand that any momentum that they're carrying with them yep. is added to the ball yep. as they kick it. Hunt just seems to do everything on the fly. And I don't know if that's the reason why his his depth control on his grubbers is is such a cause for concern. Because it, it wasn't just in origin that no. he's been a fucking seven tackle merchant. But yeah. Yeah. Um, for for the Eels, you're right. They for seventy four minutes they looked absolutely great. Tim Manor just fucking blinked hard and Blew a hole in the fucking defensive line and what had the <laughs> since, since when has he been playing like fucking down Malolo or something like? <laughs> well, now now we have quantifiable scientific data. Yeah. On the power of prayer. Well, yes. Because he's been a fucking Hillsong cuck for. And how you, old is he? Yeah, you know, I guess he, I mean he, he looks fifty three, but he's probably like thirty. Two or something. Okay, so if you if you say you can't pray until you get indoctrinated at like the age of three, yep, that means it takes twenty nine years of praying for something. He's been praying to do something good on the football field. That's how long it takes for it to happen. Oh, fucking, I'm, I'm a believer. Then you you have to, you you hereby retract your 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 uh, opinion on prayer circles, and uh, we both will after this show we'll both go down to Gloria Jeans and get the biggest fucking coffee we can find. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not that okay with the manner experiment. <laughs> I'd I'd like some more conclusive data on yeah the brother effect. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there's he's not he's it, it's a prayer circle. It's not like a prayer solo person. So, I mean, there's there's probably about another like eight, eight six to eight cases that need to fucking resolve themselves positively. Um, but the the last try, the the one that sealed it up for the yes. dragons. It was just, you know, there's a couple of things in rugby league that, you know, if you're unsure, yep. do. Sometimes it's, if you're unsure, just run. Or yep. if you're unsure, just kick. Yep. St. George just subscribe to that. If you're not sure, keep it alive. Yeah. Keep it, keep, keep, it, it alive. keep it alive. And, and also, and also, you know, at least, you know, there's still, there's still time. Like, there's still a couple yeah. of minutes left. At least get a repeat set. That's it. Yeah. But when, and that kick was designed to do neither. <laughs> but you and Aiken was good enough. And should have been there instead of fucking James Roberts in the origin yeah. side. Uh, yeah, look, I said it, but the the very last one, yep. when the ball came out, it was on the sideline and it came back towards the middle. Mm-hmm. There were, I think, four, maybe five Parramatta players that had followed out and they had the right idea. Yep. They'd all gone there in numbers because if they'd have got that, you know, um, tackled fucking what's his name and, and taken him over the sideline. Yep. That was pretty much the game. The yeah. game. Um, but they kept it alive. They brought it back inside. And then you've got four or five guys who just aren't in the line. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was never going to end well for them. So. Josh underscore Gunton won. Well, time for that fucking rope. I'm done. <laughs> Take care of yourself, mate. Jim Cat 2. Thank you, Queensland, for allowing Ben Hunt to practice that little grubber in the end goal during State of Origin so he could execute it correctly during the Dragons game. Voodoo Rock. I do believe as an Eels fan, the only way we haven't lost this year is by forfeit due to injuries in a game, so I look forward to that coming up soon. 
Oof. Uh, Ryan F, the best. Uh, the Dragons are dramatically overrated. They barely had any team changes from Rep Weekend and still delivered that performance. <laughs> Hashtag piss week. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Maximal Firth, uh, Alex McKinnon could have put a better kick in than that one from Will Smith. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag cut his legs off. Hashtag who wants to watch the 1986 grand final. <laughs> um, and uh, Mero Shahadi, our boy Amir said, did you did boys did you boys see the rest fault scarf on the hill during the Dragons-Eels match on Thursday night? He's a hashtag, the, the virus is spreading. And uh, we we informed him that, yeah, that was our, uh, our own uh, Aussie Blackwell, who, if you look at any Dragons game, he's not hard to find. He's oh. fucking giant among men. Yes. And uh, he, he always has the, the ref's fault scarf, and he's always on the hill, and he always finds his way in, on the television. Yes, and pretty much a, in anywhere except New Zealand. Yeah. You're a, you're a chance. Any Dragons away game in oh, New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. And definitely any home game is 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're going to see him on telly. Yeah. And then we, when we told him that, he said, oh, he's a loose cunt. I said, no, he's not really. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good cunt, but he's not. Gentle I'm, giant. Yeah, he's yeah. a gentle giant. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's a loose cunt. But we'll fucking see what happens this grand final weekend. That's it. We will see. Uh, the Sharkies, 18 to feed the Warriors, 15 at Mount Smart in front of a crowd of tick over 14,000. The Sharks, 18, came from tries to Ramian and a double to Edric Lee. Uh, Townsend, one of three conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Warriors, 15, came from tries to Solomon Cutter, Anthony Gelling, uh, Johnson, two of two conversions, a penalty goal and a field goal. Mm. It was a good contest. This one, I do like a seesawing... Yes. Game. This was the game that we nominated as the tiebreaker for yes. the last man standing, and we could not have wanted a better fucking game because yes. the, it was the Warriors are winning, the Sharks came back. They tied it up. It was 12 all coming to business end. Then they swapped penalties. It's 14 all. Warriors get the field goal. <laughs> Can I just fill that out for you? Yeah. Both of the last two contestants. Yeah. A DM from them. Yeah. Freaking like freaking the fuck out. They're gonna make a pick, but if the team has come out and there's people that aren't there, are they allowed to change or the desperate times? Okay, fair enough. Whatever. And then it's come out that they've they've picked different teams. Perfect. Not only that, one of them tipped against his team. Oof. So and ultimately that person. <laughs> um. So look, the big controversy of this game is in is in the finish with the the pass out to um R. Kelly to to Lee and, uh, and talking about you know being being forward and uh, and you know was it forward was it a bad bad miss from the touch he was sort of on the on the spot yeah I think it was a fucking bad miss from the touchy yeah like I I think the pass was forward. I think the pass were forward too. Sharks got fucked last week or the week whenever yeah. it was. So the week before yeah. the rep round, you know, they, they pulled one back. Swings and roundabouts. Sucks when it happens to you. What are you going to do? Yeah, look, I can't I'm, rule on it from the video. So... I I, know, I think it was Billy Harrigan I heard talking about this and I don't disagree with him. Yeah. He said, ev- everyone gets hung up on this whole can't rule on forward passes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're going to have to rule on forward passes. They can rule on a bunch of shit now. Yeah. However, sometimes they have to say, and they do, there is insufficient evidence to overturn. Yeah. 
If they're allowed to rule on forward passes, it means that in the the ones where there's, say, a break down the sideline and there's yep. two guys running at top pace yep. and you see the pass float forward, mm-hmm. then, okay, there's insufficient evidence to, yeah, to yeah. gauge that because of the speed they're running at. Yep. But a pass like that, at low speed, they Close would be able pass to... Close pass, too. That wasn't like a massive like, yeah. harbour bridge or anything. Yeah. They'd, be, they'd be able to rule yeah. that pass was forward out of the hands. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't disagree. And, like, forward out of the hands, like if that's the only criteria you want to apply... That's, 100%. that's fucking easy. Exactly. Because the trajectory of the ball and the, how far it travels and yeah. blah, 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 where the guy passed it from and where the guy received it, none of that, and the physics and all the reason why you can't rule on it, none of that shit matters. It's just the direction that it goes Look out of the his, hands. Watch his fucking hand. Yeah, easy. Um, Mitch Dorr 13 said, uh, the uh, Sharkies all-time winning record without Aaron Woods, 48%. Sharkies all-time winning record with Aaron Woods, 100%. <laughs> Hashtag mm, good stats. That's a game changer. Hashtag Flano the prop whisperer. <laughs> He's got Dally M certainty. Hashtag talk up the game. It's talk the game up, isn't it? Well, I have no idea. Uh, and we've got a at a sixteenth underscore place. Is uh, I don't know how to react to that other than uh, hashtag need some refs fault merch. <laughs> <laughs> the Storm Nine defeated the Roosters eight uh, at Adelaide Oval. The entire city came out a crowd of 17,728 uh, for the Friday night late game and uh, the Storm Victors uh, their their tries came for Nelson the Sofa Solomona a field goal to Cameron Smith a penalty goal to Cameron Smith and uh, a conversion to Cameron Smith the Roosters tried to Ikevalu Mitchell one of one conversions and one of three penalty goals crucially this was a, a game for the purists I guess it was yeah, yeah. a lot of bitching on social media that this oh this game is a fucking punisher. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't a bad game. Was it the most exciting game in the world? No, I mean it wasn't. You know, it, yeah. it wasn't end end and, and you know tries and all that sort of thing. This is the thing. World Cup's on at the moment, right? Yeah, I can sit down and I can watch a game of soccer, and I can last for about eight seconds. Yep. Before I'm I'm just I'm gone. Yeah. Well, hang on, get that cunt to kick it to that cunt. Why isn't that cunt just running there? <laughs> I can sit and watch a test match. Yeah. And there can be absolutely nothing going on. But I'll be enthralled at the strategy of it. Yeah. It's because yeah. I understand that yeah. Yeah. the nuance of that better than I do soccer. Yeah. So in this one, it, there were some offensive lapses, you know. Um, but defensively, both of these teams were just spot on. Yep. Um, and fuck, we even got a differential penalty. Yeah, and then the penalties, you know, the, the penalty count was high. No, no, a and, differential uh, penalty. Yeah, well, I mean, that's taken. You know, how often do you see it, them? Just probably not as probably as rare as you think, but I mean, it's definitely not like every game. I, hope, I, mean, yeah. I hope that they're given fucking more now. The amount of times I get the shits with the way a scrum fucking yeah. breaks or this or the other, it's fucking great. Oh, how how's it how's it possible to get the shits of the scrum? I mean, they, they, the, the scrum. I mean, they they coach them through every fucking minute. Yes. You then you, you, you explain to me why the second row thought he could pick the ball up. <laughs> well, that's just <laughs> yeah. Um, the referee obviously didn't coach him well enough. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you look at the teams though. Again, defensively. For the Storm to get on the board with a try, first the Roosters needed a man off. Yep. Then for the Roosters' try, that was the Fox going for the big fucking hero intercept. Yeah. That led them to that. They were trying their best to create something. Just Both defences gave no room to work with. Um, 
man of the match, deservedly, Ryan Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Two charge downs and a regather. Yep. Has has just justified Bellamy bringing him back yep. for yep. one season. And I, so I guess we should also add that oh, it was just the today, wasn't it? That no. he's retiring yeah. in the season. So yeah. uh, hailed by Bellamy as one of the uh, the greatest club men. And yeah. That's good. It's good that he got to go back to the storm and finish it up. Yeah. And he's not completely cooked because he looked fucking cooked at the Warriors last year. Yeah. But he's not completely cooked. So yep. it's good to see him finishing. And, you know, yeah, maybe he has gone, you know, a little bit too long. But, you know, that's nece- that, you know, that's allowed him to go back to the club where, you know, he really should have finished it. So that's the thing, man. Like, just this game. If you look at Melbourne at the end of the year with how tightly contested this is going to be, if there's two points between top four and a, a bottom four spot. Yep. That's Hoffman right there. Single-handedly. Yeah. Old horse. Yep. Nice. Here we got here. The biggest tiger. I must have the taste buds of a struggling uni student when it comes to rugby league. Twitter's complaining about how bad the games were so far. I've enjoyed all of them. He's a hashtag low bar. Hashtag you're going to watch that, mate. <laughs> hashtag. Oh, these with hashtags on everything. Hashtag merchant. Uh, so we moved to Saturday afternoon. The mighty Manly Seagulls, 18. Trounced the Penrith Panthers, 10. Out there in their own fucking home ground where they hadn't lost this year. Uh, a crowd of 12,755. And uh, Manly's 18 came from tries of Joel Thompson, Matthew Wright and Trent Hodkinson. Uh, Cherry Evans a conversion. Uh, Hodkinson one of two. Hodkinson with a penalty goal as well. The Panthers tries two. The, uh, officially this week, I might upgrade him to the good WZ. Because the other one had some fucking barriers over in the, other, in, the, in, the in the Sunday game. Uh, DWZ, he's a good WZ now. Uh, he's been upgraded and uh, from the shit WZ. <laughs> Maloney, two of two, con- two of two penalty goals and a conversion. I'll, I'll let you have your say first, then I'll go over what Look, really happened. This was this was a, a like an enthralling, absorbing contest, end to end football. Both sides playing to a very high standard, um, as as befitting like you know two powerhouses of the competition. Um, Manly, down on troops, and even more so down on troops in the course of the game, lost another two, so that brings us up to 32 for the season. Um, fucking dug in there, when right at the point when the Panthers looked like they were, they had the momentum and they were they were coming home the stronger. They found a way to they they found a way to to get the lead, and then it was just a matter of just fucking hold on. And uh, the Panthers, I think they probably put the cue in the rack. After Cleary came back on, I mean they had time. I mean let's face it, five yeah. minutes for the Panthers, plenty of time to put two tries on teams. We've, yeah. we've seen we've seen them do it. That's it. We've seen them do it more than once. That's it. Um, but it just seemed like they kind of uh, they they kind of conceded. Then you had some you know things like you know, unfortunate like you know kick out and mm. you know, stuff like that happened as as well. And then the game just kind of descended into you know. A slow march to the <laughs> to the finish when they once they conceded they couldn't make up the they couldn't make up the difference it just you know it was kind of through the motions and the end of the game yeah yeah I I do get that your high standard comment was very tongue in cheek um, yeah it was a fucking punish of a game for yeah you know, it was one for the purists I <laughs> I saw it more so as a rugby rugby league equivalent yeah Manly Penrith yeah rugby league equivalent. Charlie Sheen fucking Magic Johnson. So, so there's one of them. So you say like some one of them at a, at a time in the past was you know very good, and now obviously diseased. The other which, one's which, just a fucking 
train wreck with bits <laughs> falling off it and you know just shit dropping off everywhere and you're just waiting for it to die wondering how it's still alive <laughs> but at the end of the day it still aids fucking aids <laughs> it, <laughs> um, magic's going remember they were saying that he was like you know he tested like clear and everything like he's truly his magic like he just <laughs> he just beat it <laughs> Um, looking at Penrith though and I alluded to this when we were talking about the Griffin story they've gone from playing a very simple style of football they were always a little bit error prone and they were always missing more tackles than than you would have liked to have seen on the stat sheet however the hustle made up for it because one guy had been missing a tackle but he'd be making initial contact and then two more wrap up. When they were in form, they were in sync. You know, you, you look at how the, they started off their game against the Cowboys and they were a unit. You yeah. know, when one player said, okay, I'm really going to up the effort here, the rest went with him. The fact that they went into a game and had 66% completion at this stage of the season... Now, they had guys coming back from, you know, rep duties as well, and and it's a big toll. You've got the, the mental strain on, on both the playmakers being the premier playmakers in the world. Um, <laughs> well, you're trying to tell me that New South Wales wouldn't wouldn't beat any fucking team that you put them up against? Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, I'm not saying it's because of the playmakers, because, I mean, like, even, you know, even as far as playmakers go, I mean, Maloney's the only one that's doing anything. Oh, sorry, it was Ryan James in the New South Wales team. I mean, Maloney's the only one doing anything. But Cleary's fucking Cleary. I mean, like you know, he's he's got his he's got like that you know that 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 ten percent Scott Sattler quality fucking sideline tackle, and that's exactly. about, that, that's and that that didn't win shit for nobody. That was just the, that was just the thing for, well, if, for if Cleary. Your, if, your maths, if your maths isn't you know hasn't completely retreated into your <laughs> brain's abdominal cavity like a scared dick on a cold day. You'd know that that tackle saved New South Wales from losing the game. Yeah, no, it was actually very well covered. There was no problem there. Yes. Um, the Penrith were forced to make a hundred, almost a hundred more tackles than Manly. Yep. They missed thirty-nine tackles. Manly on their end missed thirteen tackles. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking at the stats, and I am absolutely stunned to see that Manly completed at 79%, because I'm pretty sure they were like 2 from 11 <laughs> to, start, to start the game. Well, <laughs> you look at that, right? Your completion was of a very good standard. You missed 13 tackles all game. Yeah, all game. At, at 71% is not right? a very good standard, man. <laughs> well, you know... At this stage, for what Manly are capable of, I think it's very good. And errors were almost even too. Yeah. What what this really? What now? Now look at the stats. This is the first time I've looked at the stats. But this was it. It's not so much. And and I was taking the piss when I said it. But it, what it, it wasn't so much that Manly won the game. It was that Penrith lost it. I actually think that now looking at it, it's a, Manly actually very much won the game because the way that their stats were looking at half time, which is the only time the only stats I'd seen until now. Was they were absolutely fucking diabolical. They were probably completing at about like 40, 40% or something garbage. Um, errors, it, what a look, the, what a look of it, the errors, they made hardly any errors in the second half. Mm. That's what it comes down to. They probably completed most of their sets in the second half. It was the way that, they, that basically it was the second half. They were behind, what, 10-8 at halftime? 
So the re- the reason was they they didn't miss tackles in the second half. They actually completed their sets and denied uh, Penrith the, the ball, which is how the possession. If you uh, get into any their coach, table. any coach in the league, and ask them if you're happy with 13 missed tackles in a half, they'd be ecstatic. You've done it all game, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've missed 13 tackles all match. Yep. You've gone up against a team that completed at 66. percent they made 100 more tackles than you did. Yep. They made 14 errors. Yep. And it took till the second greatest half in the world was sent off <laughs> for you to score a try and win the game. Right, that's 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 what this fucking ragtag bunch of players assembled from the you know what? from the debris of this 32 is, fucking players. This in is the beyond season. an international cunt circus. This is a cuntinational space station. <laughs> That's what your club is. And yet, you know what? They fucking smashed your club in your own fucking home turf. They did. Which you had not suffered defeat at. You hadn't tasted defeat in 2018 just, to that ground. And just for that, Trent Barrett got an extension for his contract. Uh, yeah, Trent Barrett. Word, word, word is, he was already extended. He got extended months ago. He got extended like when we smashed Brisbane and, and the Storm. No, no, they gave him another extension. No, 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 he just had the one extension. Yeah. And then, um, but what, yeah, I mean, what I heard is that when Griffin gets the asshole, Gussie's trying to pull Trent back. Oh, and geez. if you don't, and, and the only thing that stops Trent going back to Penrith is if fucking Desi gazumps him. This is what happens. Even in a down year, coach killers kill fucking coaches. Yeah. And not only that, not only are we going to kill the coach, we're going to replace him with a fucking Can coach Tato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. The cunts that are writing this stuff, right? yeah. they're the ones that for months, for fucking months, have been on this narrative of either Barrett doesn't want to be at Manly, yeah, or... Yeah. Manly are about to punt Barrett. They're not yeah. quite sure which one it is. Oh, they also pulled out that he'd lost the dressing room. Yeah, that's yeah, it. They, they pulled that one out as well. And that then, was the most second most recent one. So instead of them coming in and going, well, okay, fuck. I was fucking wrong here because nothing's happening. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Griffin's in trouble there. Who had an association with that club? Oh, Trent Barrett did. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that, that's, that's logical. <laughs> and they're putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. No? Nah. Once again, I don't, I, I don't approve or enjoy the way that the AFL media fucking bury all the bodies and never put anything, bring anything to light. But I do, I do like the way that with just dumb ass fucking stories like this, that mm. shit just gets stomped on. Yep. And they're like, yeah, and, and it's like, nah. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Um. But anyway, good, good win, Manly. Fucking lost another couple of troops. Fucking. Maybe Tom Wright gets a start this week. That, that's knows? a big fucking mental thing, though. That Dylan Walker fucking cucks himself to Tyrone Peachy, even in a game that Manly win. Peachy was almost responsible, wasn't he? He was he, fucking he just, garbage in that game. He just subconsciously knows what a shit cunt he is. And his body just submitted to Peach. I'll tell you what, though. Fucking James Tamau, I never really thought, he, you know, either way of that dude. Like, he was all right. He, sometimes he fucking performed great. Yeah. Sometimes he was just garbage and then yeah maybe then, then he sort of then he shifted to, did he, he had he had some good games for you he had a good run with you guys he had a good run with the Cowboys when they, when they, for the grand final run yeah in, in their grand final year he was fantastic yeah and I, but one thing I did not ever think of him was a fucking 
low down fucking piece of shit grub like I mean to drop a knee on a player who you know has just come back from a fucking fractured eye socket to drop a knee on the face Dylan Walker dropped a fucking knee on a guy who's just come back from a fractured fucking facial injury let's put a poll out there hit us up Twill Nation (laughs) would you need Dylan Walker in the face given the opportunity (laughs) (laughs) knee him to his face though (laughs) (laughs) You fucking kneeboard warriors. <laughs> Lynch, Lynch Shields. Oh my God, what a win. It was perhaps the sloppiest game ever, but I'll take it. Uh, Seagull Spur. I said, it's really surprising Penrith played with no balls for Peter Wallace's farewell. <laughs> um, hashtag thanks, Wall. Uh, Mario Seags. Hey, Eels. That is how you beat a premiership heavyweight against the odds, you spoon-collecting bunch of fraudulent cucks. Jesus. You know, when, when Mario's calling someone a cuck, yeah. he, he means that shit. <laughs> and like, that's like... <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, there's levels. <laughs> that's, that's, that's being so cucky. <laughs> that, like, the guy two cucks above you has finished and it's been spat into two mouths and then gets into yours. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, where are we? The uh, Doggies. Probably the shock of the round. I mean, the other matches were fairly, you know, went as, as, as per the script, really. Um, the Doggies, 36 to feed the Knights, 16 in their own house. A uh, crowd of just under 18,000 in attendance. The Doggies, 36, had double the Holland. Um, Smith, Marshall King, Brown and Josh Jackson also with tries. Reese Martin, 6 of 6 conversions. The Knights, 16, double the Connor Watson. Uh, SASS also with a try. And CO, 2 of 3 conversions. Look, no one can come out. No one can fucking tell me that they were not stunned, and surprised by this re- by this result, or maybe not by the result. Oh. Like, maybe not by where the two points went, because the knights, you know, I have maintained the knights have started reverting back to type, you know, increasingly yeah. each week since Mitchell Pearce was injured. Yep. But to be fucking smashed at home by twenty, they have the Bulldogs who have been barely scoring fucking ten points a yeah. game, you know, to put thirty six on them. That is a, an astoundingly surprising result. It it was interesting though. If you look at the fact, yeah, they had Embi and and Woods gone. Yep. They've got Foran gone. Yep. Had a necess- yeah. which necess- obviously necessitated changes. Yeah. The I just think it was a perfect storm of the dogs' style and brand of football really suiting playing the Knights and and how they're doing it. The all through last year. The, the Knights had this terrible... Oh, fuck, not terrible. It, it was a habit. Because they weren't the biggest and strongest forward pack yep. going around, they would condense very quickly in defence. Yep. And they'd do a pretty decent job of getting into a grind with any team they come up against. The issue that they had was that there was no reaction to the spread. Yep. The teams were learning that with Newcastle, you just two or three to fucking pull them all in, and pull you do pull in. them fucking yep. all in. Yep. And then if you're quick enough, you can spread, and there's just shitloads of space everywhere. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're back to that. Yep. Earlier in the year, they'd gotten really good at getting in and, and stopping those big forward drives, but then taking care of the shift. The, the fact that the dogs, without Woods, mm-hmm. stat padding... Seemed to me that they were sharing the load a little bit more. Although even dis- even despite that though, fucking beast mode from Clamour. 
Oh, yeah. 200 metres, four offloads, 33 tackles. Yeah. Hopper, Hopper Jr. racking up the metres as he's been doing, you know, the whole time. Yep. Um, but it's just, the, I mean, new halves combination. Every week. Looked fucking fantastic. First time out for these youngsters, yeah. though. And, um, look, I mean, I, I, you know, it's no secret. I loathe, I loathe the dogs. I think, I think Cog is fucking... Like he, I think he's fucking terrible in this game. Just, uh, just, just, just as an aside, um, I just, I just got distracted by seeing Cogger's name and thought, "Why, wow, what fucking garbage?" But um, what would you rather be, Cogger or Griffin's knee? That was, uh, I, I, okay. Technically speaking, in like medical terms, I don't know if it's the worst injury I've seen happen. But just visually, that happening is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen happen to a knee. Yeah. I mean, you, oh, see, you see him. You see him hyperextend, you know, in certain ways. But to hyperextend fucking sideways, <laughs> like not even my fucking GI Joe's legs used to bend like that. That's exactly right. Yeah. And also, they wouldn't bend forward because they got that little thing there that stops them, you know, like from, from hyperextending the other way. No, that but sideways. Actually, man used to hyperextend. <laughs> it was a bit fucking shit though. But um, oh, mate. That was fucking sickening. <laughs> and he's gone for potentially a year because he ruptured and fucking and, dislocated everything. And in true fucking rugby league style, oh, this is the most disturbing thing. Let's show it 97 times from 43 <laughs> different fucking angles. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the worst thing I've seen on a football field, visually. Now, I know the Alex McKinnon thing had poor, con- like, horrible consequences. Yeah, but it didn't look like... These tackles are way worse than that, yeah. though. He had, like, you know, spear tackles and whatnot. It's the worst thing I've seen since Gerard Yaoye's leg. Yeah, and that was pretty fucking... Sc- I think... I, I feel like Yaoye's one might have been worse, but it was that long ago, it's kind of faded yeah, a little bit. the only trouble with Yaoye was that the cameraman didn't realise that that there was blood, like... Yeah. ...spreading. Yeah. And then did all of a sudden and, and then I mean, shut it off, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, poor cunt. So. Uh, yeah, I feel for the dude. Griffin. Ouch. And uh and like and the nights now I just think, man, like a season full of promise. Full of promise. Yeah. And now they're twelfth. And with way too many games left in this season to go, they could easily yeah. they could easily find themselves as low as fifteenth. I think Parramatta are pretty much it- there, as far as uh, as far as the spoons concerned, and the, but the knights have only got like three wins on them. It's gonna be, yeah. At, at the end of the day, anything more than the spoons a win for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, anything bar the spoon is well. We have made improvement. Yep. Um, but in the context of like you know top four in the first couple of oh, weeks, yeah, first couple progressively of weeks. sliding. Yeah, I mean you can yeah, look look at the dragons last year. Yeah, yeah. Look at the dragons last year. And yeah. And there would be enough in those wins that Knights, and I hope their fans, um, would say, that, okay, yeah, didn't work out the way we wanted, and there were some injuries, and this, yep. that, and the other, but yep. it's not panic stations, I don't think, long term. Well, we shall see. Um, Chapo, what if Woods and Umbai were holding back the Bulldogs all along? Hashtag no Woods and no Umbai, no worries. Hashtag Newcastle cucks. Okay. Broncos 26 to fucking food. mental midget. He's, yeah, he was dying on that Woods Hill. Until no, a week, a about week ago. fucking Newcastle cucks. <sighs> yeah, when you come from doggies, yeah. It could be the new cucks or knights. Like you, yeah. Like there's that many Put fucking options there. Yeah, yeah. You fucking chopping 
boiled potato with no sauce or condiment on it eating motherfucker. Peas, peas, carrots and corn diced mix out of the freezer straight into the fucking microwave. Fucking chicken dicks. <laughs> Broncos 26 to feed the Raiders 22. At Suncorp crowded just over 30,000 in attendance. The Broncos tries to Oates, Glen Carhu and Milford. Osako 3 of 3 conversions and Milford 1 of 1. Osako one penalty goal as well. The Raiders 22 tries the Whitehead, Kotrick, Hodson. Uh, Croker 3 of 3 conversions and 2 penalty goals. Yeah, it looked like the What Raiders. the fuck, Canberra? <laughs> it's beyond a fucking joke now. This, like, it was funny last year when the, when the Panthers fucking bombed them twice at the end. That that was funny because it's just so absurdly... Unheard of. Un, well, just, it was so unlikely. Yeah. To the fucking second, or maybe yeah. to the 10 seconds, it couldn't have happened any other... Like, yeah. it had to happen a certain way and like one tackle or something, you know, could have ended it all. Yep. Then we had like, you know, then they had a couple of close ones at Manly where they went down by a field goal and they went down by a penalty goal when they were rolling up uh, Dylan Walker. And then it just keeps fucking happening. Then we go into this year. It keeps happening again and again. And this time... It is all them. This time they were absolutely fucking mm-hmm. in the box. Like, this, surely you couldn't lose this one. I mean, I think the Warriors one was probably a more surely you can't. But even like yeah. even Panthers this year as well, wasn't it? That was like a surely you can't lose yep. to. They were up by eight with not longer. This fucking team, man. I, and there's all the old the adage, you know, winning's a habit, losing's a habit. This is not a habit. These motherfuckers are proactively going out there and finding a way to lose to, yeah. to lose games. It is interesting. You, you see them now. It's starting to become not only a psychological issue for the Raiders. But it's st- they've had a psychological edge taken away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of instances, you get a team up by fucking sixteen points or whatever it is, eighteen points is seems to be the magic barrier that cripples yep. people. But yep. all of a sudden, you're playing with a significant mental advantage, and every mistake the other team makes hurts them more. Yep, and every ball that goes to ground or or pass that doesn't find a chest. Is, is a potential opportunity to bridge what's a huge gap. That's know? a massive, massive thing to give up in professional sport. And Canberra at the moment put no fear into anybody. They could be up by 25, 30, whatever it is. Yeah. And teams would still be well, okay. That might be that might be enough. 25, 30. But I think that if you're against the Raiders and you're down by 10 with 10 minutes to go, you're in that game. Got, you've got to you've got to be confident. Yeah. That you'll at least you know get a, get a, get a crack at winning it, and everyone talked about how good Milford was in this game. He was he was fucking ordinary till the, the second half, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I believe they owe it more to Corey Oates for his resurgence. Mm-hmm. Like that first try that he scored, where Milford's just throwing a fucking giant looping hail mary yep. out there. The way Oates collected that fucking pass in. He could have knocked that on, and there is no one in the world that would, would have, have blamed said, him. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, so him getting up and and getting that one over, I think, really sparked Milford, who just looks much better when he's running the ball. Mm-hmm. Much better when he's running the ball. Um, fucking, where do the Raiders go? The, do you? Because Blake, you know, Blake Austin. As much as we fucking love Blake Austin, he's almost to Cartwright levels. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, 
I put myself in the shoes of someone that supports this fucking cunt side, and I, I, I just do not. I, no one deserves. Like Parramatta fans deserve what they're getting right now, but, but no one, like a team that can inspire so much hope, and be in front of games, in yeah. nearly every game in the season with five minutes to play. Yeah, true. And yeah. lose all of them. They they are the fucking seventy five minute premiers. Oh, it's just I've 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 got no answers for them. Um, I mean, I'm not saying Ricky Stewart's a fucking great coach or anything. Way stretch the imagination, but he gets them. I mean, they they they're in a winning position in nearly all their games, and they and fucking bottle it nearly every time. Well, again, you know, te- teams have discovered Blake Austin. Yep, is targeted more than a white straight middle class man at a university. <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucks me if I know what to do with him yeah me neither uh, De Niro uh, Ricky Stewart thinks he's Randall Graves when really he's just a liar sitting in the corner jerking off to a guy fucking a donkey Jesus the Biddles won I still have no words this morning hoping I'd wake up and it was all a bad ream I meant dream <laughs> Hashtag Groundhog Day. Uh, life is a thigh day. Sportsbet had an overs-unders market of me getting abused by 40 people at the Canberra Labor Club, but I'm so glad we beat those lime green dogs. <laughs> Jim Man Bear Pig. Ray J's right. <laughs> bad haircuts equal bad footballers. Mitch Rain, Urban Samurai. Mahe Fanua, Rear Admiral. Canberra, late fade. <laughs> Red Hill Pony Club. Was a game of two halves. The Raiders played the first, the Donkeys the second. Talking about pretenders, this year legitimately worried about the Broncos playing finals football. Look, I I, I think the eight's probably locked in. We didn't talk about this, but I think yeah. it's very fucking hard for anyone to bridge that gap. I think the Broncos have to. Well, look, the Broncos aren't going, aren't travelling very well, but they they or who's above them on the ladder? They or is it the Sharks? Or let me have a look at the ladder. Um, North Queen, oh sorry, North Queen. Okay, Cronulla. Yeah, okay. So the Broncos or Cronulla or the Roosters. Well, I guess all the way up through to fucking Melbourne. Really, I mean, there's ten. There's uh, ten wins on yeah. Yeah, nine for the Broncos. So like, it would take one of those six sides to absolutely, mm-hmm. the absolute wheels to fall off and yeah. drop nearly every game for a team like you know Canberra or, or Tigers or you know. Manly to get up yeah. through and, and overtake them. So I think the Broncos are in the finals, but I, I would agree in the sense that, that I don't think they will do any damage whatsoever. Yeah. It depends where they play. Yeah. yeah. It, this is that's the, what you, you're you falling into a trap there of, um, and you know, I fall into it all the time as well, but you're thinking of like, you know, the, the fucking, the, the old Broncos, the pre-Wayne leaving the first time Broncos. Yeah, but look at the Cowboys last year. Yeah. That was just peaking at the right time getting into form, and they had their run from eighth to the grand final. Yeah. that is. I, I just, I, unless teams concede 20 penalties a game... Yeah, true. ...inside Osako's kicking range. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos ain't making that fucking run to the grand final, son. <laughs> Fantasy NRL CEO, childbirth, torn Achilles, penile fracture... Bitten by sharks with laser beams on their head. All these things are less painful than watching the final 15 minutes of every Raiders game. <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans 30 defeat the West Tigers 12 at Leichhardt Oval. Great crowd, tick under 17,000. 
the Titans 30 tries to Ryan James, Ash Taylor, Brimson, Don, Arrow, Gordon, 4 or 5 conversions and a penalty. The Tigers 12 came from tries to Kevin Nagama, Josh Reynolds, SR Masters 2 of 2 conversions. Robbie's return to Leichhardt, all the fanfare. Unfortunately, not a happy one. Although, I think it was relatively happy for, for Robbie. Yeah. But um, I just don't know what's happened to this Tiger side. I mean, they weren't attacking very well for at any stage of the season, really. However, they had this defensive scrap and steal that meant the teams, you know, teams would only get eight points and they'd mm. just get ten. They'd find yeah. a way to ten. Yeah. There was none of that exhibited. No. In this game. There was not. The Kevin Nagama try, fair enough. That was like, you know, a spilled thing, you know, pick it up and you know, away, wasn't it? I mean, Th- he was. That was always. The, even, even the Tigers were really shit. Yep. You know, coming ninth year on year on year on yep. year on year. The, there was always maybe, you know, one or two games a season where they'd just get up for it and they were playing with yep. super duper energy and they'd put 40 on a team. Yep. I thought we were going to get one of those games. Because Kevy was up in everyone's face and he had the breakaway yeah, and yeah. you know he's being paid to play football yeah, by yeah, this club. Yep. Um, it it really did come down, like you said, to the inability to score points. And when they can be playing with that sort of you know energy and, and enthusiasm, and for the Titans to just put in a typical a tradesman-like performance, I guess. Oh, and, and Titans have, been, have become really good over the last couple of weeks of just outlasting teams. Yeah. And That's just it. Uh, And, yeah, it might be close at half-time, then they find a way to pull away when it counts, and then they can score some well, junk time stuff to really, you know, push it out. The, the Tigers were right in this. Like, they, they were right in this mm-hmm. game. With 20 to go, they were down by two. Yep. Then they had a couple of opportunities where, okay, they... They maybe should have scored, probably pushed the last pass. A lot of mistakes. Um, I mean, they create opportunities and lots of mistakes that you know, put an end to them. Yeah, but it was just uh, a, a couple of rolls of the dice, you know. There, there was a break they made and then Robbie's put the kick in and instead of going yeah. forward, it's gone sideways and backwards. And then yeah. it's ended up with Thompson and he's gone to kick it and he's just completely fucking missed the thing. Yeah. Then you got Robbie's made a break down the sideline. And no one's supporting him or, or ready to... They hate the cunt that much that they don't want to get into dummy half because of the 45-minute fucking lecture they'll cop after the game of what they did while they were in dummy half <laughs> and shown fucking click slides of Robbie in dummy half and his last holiday to Cyprus and the time he went to the fucking Legoland. And, um, but then there's the, the shit where after they've leaked a try... On tackle zero, Kev drops a pass, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, instead of just, okay, well, that's a knock-on, Don's got it, and he's up the other end, and, yep. and he's put it down. It's just, shit hurt them at the yep. end of that game. So yep. I think the, the scoreline is a little bit deceptive. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I mean, Tigers, inability to score points, and the points they did score was almost like a massive breakaway from Kevin Nagama. Yep. And the other one was it was a great it was a great try like you know all credit to Robbie for the for the the half break in the pass and uh, all credit to Josh Reynolds for getting he's getting the old bones down there, but this fucking in and away shit does someone step up and pound like it it's a it's a type of thing you put I mean if you tell me that that's the first five week Tigers side yeah. the defence they displayed 
that shit was something that would be maybe the most perfect fucking accompaniment to the Benny Hill music. <laughs> it was just laughable the way that these fucking yeah. guys on the on the left are getting turned around by a dude that's yeah. like, oh. mm-hmm. no, I hear, I hear, hundred percent. Okay, what point in one of you cunts going to stand your ground and hit him? <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> and I don't even support the Tigers. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just. No one, no one wants to be the guy, no. um, and and that was apparent across the park. You know, the, they just they had plenty of opportunities. They had no patience and no leadership. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, uh, Jim Man Bear Pig. Well, West Tigers, you thought signing Robbie would end the decline. You moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. <laughs> Hashtag haunted schnitzel. Saying <laughs> it puts Robbie in its team, or else the coach gets sacked again. <laughs> Wally Frogmore. If only I could put a finger on why the Tigers were playing so poorly. Hashtag Tigers out of remission. Uh, we got our uh, underscore X Factor cuck. Uh, not going to give his, his name out. It's a great name. Waiting for Farrow to have drinks on the scoreboard. Hashtag Tigers in decline. The fans. There wasn't enough room on the scoreboard for the fucking crowd, that's for sure. Uh, Special K Online. Thank God the Tigers brought Robbie back for that kick to the corner with 10 to go and down by 8. What an inspiring play. <laughs> Broken Chapo. It's nice to see Umbai took his L's with him to the Tigers. Hashtag Tigers in decline. This is the thing where they created opportunities. When, like, it looked... Early on, it looked the shit was on song. Umbai was... He was... He was, yep. he was chiming in and looking like he fit in straight away. Reynolds was running with the mm-hmm. ball. Looked fucking great. And like Robbie, like Robbie played well for most of the game, really. Um, I think he can walk away with his head held high. Yep. Uh, biggest Tiger. We defend like we know we can, and we catch those balls we dropped in the second half, and the result's 31-30, and we win a close one. It didn't happen, and Leichhardt Oval is a beautiful place to watch football. Fucking love you, Biggest T. I love, I love that's T, a lot that's, of fucking horse that's, shit. That, that's like fucking, that's, that's Kevin Walters' fucking level so, commentary. you know, if we'd have just scored more points than them, we would have won that game. Yeah, uh, he didn't invoke the rest fault though, which is great. Yeah, true. Okay, the uh, Rabbits 21 beat the Cowboys 20 uh, up in Cairns, Barlow Park, crowd of just over 7,000. Uh, the Rabbits 21 came from tries the Reynolds, Walker, Murray, Jennings. Uh, Walker had two cracks, but he got the crucial one. Uh, two or four conversions. The Cowboys 20 tries to Winnerstein, Cooper and Coote. Thurston, three, three conversions and a penalty goal. Cowboys look pretty good but, uh, for yeah. large tracks of this game. The result probably wasn't surprising. Well, but the way they got there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, you would have expected the Rabbits to win this game comfortably, but uh, yeah. certainly that certainly wasn't the case. Just goes to show what uh, the the difference in the Rabbits' best day from their worst. You know, and unfortunately there were some bird eye drops. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't the the sharp, precise unit they've been in in weeks past. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, they had a fairly high representation over rep round as well. So they had people coming back from Origin and the Denver test and jet lagged and yep. all that shit. So, um, Cap, what, what an interesting time of the season to find their fucking mojo. Not yeah. Not, and it's then, not all there either. But, and, then, um, and, then, and then lose it with, you know, five minutes, yeah. six minutes to go, whatever it was. What's with Thurston's conversions? They're back. Are they? Well, he didn't miss any. But do you feel safe saying that, okay, from now on he's... Well, no. Yeah. Because they haven't been there for quite a while. Yeah, I know. But they're there now. Big game, chance to win, on the line, you cracked them. Yep. And unfortunately, they led in a try shortly thereafter. And then there was a... Just the way it ended, though, I guess, was a little bit of a downer for me. 
but the the Cowboys had the penalty. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then then it's step, yeah. okay. What well, you, you're taking a field goal from? Basically, might as well be on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, okay, you're good, but you're not. Yeah. So, yeah. Could have, could have, yeah, uh, yeah. Like he, he wrecked my origin dreams for a decade. Yeah, well, and, and look, I, I don't, I don't understand why in that situation. Like, I think the, the idea was right. That's all. That was the only option you had on the table. Try and crack a fucking field goal from like yep. how far was it? Like forty? It was halfway. 30. It was yeah. thirty out. Thirty. Yeah, so it was like very, very hittable for a guy that's you know does that shit out of habit. Probably not from that angle though. No, but why couldn't you just fucking two pass it? Two pass it and then have a crack. Stand back on the forty. Yep. Couple of quick passes to get and, and you have a crack you in need, the front. You need or, the quick passes and they're gonna run yeah, at you. They are. They are gonna run at you. But I mean. You know, why don't you can, you've got like Lachlan Coote, you know, and you, yeah. you, I mean, have a couple of options, one Good lined point. up on each post. Yep. They can't cover you all. Easy and you know what, right. if they try to, maybe right. you pull out some bullshit try or yeah. something, you know? Like, yeah, makes sense. So, I just, I think it was the right idea, but I just don't, th- I just, yeah, feel like and, I right and, and I totally understand why he took it straight away because, you know, like you said, you know, they're going to be running up and all that sort of yep. thing. But, you know, perhaps you could have just done a bit of a fucking clever, like, you know, use Thurston as a decoy and, you know, I don't know. It was enough. I don't know. I didn't get any tweets about that game, so that's, um, yeah, it was always a downer for everybody. Yes. Previews this week, it is a short week. The Storm on Thursday night play the St. George Illawarra Dragons at the Korean Housewife. Six Origin representatives out of the Melbourne Storm side. So they have to bring in young Tonema Payer. And we know how I feel on that. Um, Played well last time. Well, he scored a try, I guess. That's not a guess. Well, Dragons, now they know what it's like. for uh... Dragons are only five stars out. So um, we remember last year they were, the, you know, they kept getting Melbourne and yeah, all, all the teams that had Origin. Yep, plays out. So it's kind of hard to, you know, I guess you know, who's where's the where's the most disruption? Look, I think Jerome Hughes has been has been great. Mm. You know, and I think Riley Jacks he's he's shown us that he's great. Yep. You know, at times as well, um, they benefit from having the steady, you know, guiding hand of Cameron Smith still in the side, which yep. I think is a, a big tick on uh, for those guys. Uh-huh. Um, the Dragons, though, look, they've they've still got wit up there. They've got the majority of their spine. Mm-hmm. You, you've still got their back lines in their their centers and yep, yep. Lafayette's there. I mean, they're going to miss the go forward of someone like Vaughan. Without a doubt, they're going to, they're going to miss just the all-round solid play of uh, yeah. of Develin. So, no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm tipping, I'm tipping the Storm. Ah, sorry, the Dragons. Just just based on who they've retained in their backline. Yeah, and uh, Widdop. And you know, Widdop pretty much ran the show last week too. I mean, he's Correct. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely the guy you want to want to uh, keep in there. I don't know anything much about Darren Nichols, so. I can't really say how he's going to chime in, to yeah. be honest. But um, I think you're right. Just the fact that they've got their, the the back line mostly intact. Yep. Widdop can definitely play. I mean, all Nichols has to do is not fuck up and just get it to Widdop. And I think he can take control. And I think guys like, you know, McInnes, I think McInnes will step up in the absence of some of the guys and, and uh, try and um, take a bit more charge from dummy half. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. 
Ah, oh, fucking all goods there. 21. That's where he is now, eh? He's dragons. There you go. Uh, <laughs> although that cunt would have been in England or dead or something by now. Uh, the Panthers take on the Warriors out at Panthers Stadium. Chance for immediate redemption in front of their home crowd. The uh, Panthers obviously uh, lose Cleary and Maloney. So Tyrone May and uh, and Jerome Luai as halves. How do you feel? I mean, I guess how do you, how do you feel in terms of confidence with that as your halves combination? <sighs> I, I'm okay with this, only because I I think that the rest of the side needs to learn to play without the halves again. So you know the, the success that they had was when Cleary was gone. Keep it simple and, and fast. And th- and that forward pack started yep. playing yep. together. You know, so um, I'd really love them to take this as an opportunity. Uh, I, I think Penrith's 13 plus. Whew. The Warriors, though, they've lost Tohu Harris for a, a, a while. Yep. Uh, Adam Blair comes back. Nothing. With uh, he was very good. He was he was instrumental in their early season form. I thought. But now he's worth nothing. I see. I see. He's like uh, a tulip. <laughs> Uh, what else we got is of interest? Um, oh, and you got Wagga Blake back in the side, hey? Mm-hmm. So let's see if named uh, named. Yeah, named. We'll see, we'll the other thing is you've got named. You got Kickout named in the eleven as well. I mean, is he going to be? I mean, I know he didn't suffer any like tears and shit like that in his knee, but I mean, it was like some sort of. Bri- but he still has to be like looked at and prove fitness, doesn't the, he? The worrying thing was that it was you know first week back. On and the strapped knee, that's, and that's yeah. the issue. You know? yeah. um, but I don't think that I think I saw a tweet from Gus saying that there was nothing structurally wrong. It was just like bruising and yeah. direct contact. But I think I, I, I guess you'll play. You if, it's, so. if there's nothing structurally wrong with it, I guess they can just throw a needle into it anyway. And yeah, if it's, just pain, if it's just pain, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I think that fuck more settled lineup. I think I'm going to go to the Warriors the only way that the Panthers win this game is like, you, is like you said if they pull out one of those performances like they did against the Cowboys earlier in the season and they did similar sort of thing against the Dragons where they're just super fast line in defence and make obviously make their tackles yep. and if they can just you know, get the quick play of the balls and help these uh, you know guys out in the halves yes where are we next the Doggies take on the Raiders at Belmore Jesus Christ! Claim is out for Origin duty, so that's two hundred meters off the end, end uh, the end line, uh, bottom line. Mm-hmm. The Raiders surely have to win this. Uh, they well, have to win this. Sam Williams replaces Blake Austin in the starting side. Blake Austin has then been dropped to be an interchange. Yes. Um, Papali out. That's another. That, that's a loss for those guys as well. However, Josh Hodgson. I mean, dude's fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, if he can continue his form, yeah, he'd give him the chance. What we do find out now is whether this was like some lightning in a bottle that the dogs had last week, or if they're going to be playing that brand of football and executing like that. I think one hundred percent it was. And their aids, and they will get fucked over. At Belmore, though. Yep, they have no respect right. for the ground, their fans, dead coaches, nothing. All right, there you go. I think Canberra will, um, will play really well in this game and lose it in the last five minutes. <laughs> the more you put on, the more you get back. <laughs> the Titans versus the Broncos at Hope Solo Coliseum. The Gold Coast Titans lose Wallace and Arrow to representative duty. Uh, Arrow, probably the biggest loss there. Um, yep. What do you make of this hip grave guy? 
can stay on the field. He um, is. He has a. I don't think he's very good, but he's got this element of supreme <laughs> looseness to him that I think could transform him into something good, something cultish. I don't think he's even. You know, like you. You look at the, the last culty ones. Like Gub was the last cult one. Yeah, I'm not going to say what I really think of him now. Fear that his missus will fucking lynch me on social media. Yeah. I wonder if it's okay for her to do that. Or if that guy could put out a thing. Uh, no, it was Yvonne. Yvonne could put out a thing go, you know, <laughs> social media hurts. Um, oh, and then you had the one with uh, Nathan Pizza's mum. Fuck, that's right. Uh, yeah. Fuck, that's right. <laughs> um, Gary Gallon, of course, a famous example as well. Obviously, she listened to last week's episode, Safe for Mums. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Broncos uh, lose one of the, the their linchpins of uh, of the last victory in Corey Oates. They lose Oates. Uh, they lose Roberts, lose which McCulloch. is probably a net positive for them. Um, they lose McCulloch, which is huge. Use meetings. And up uh, and uh, yeah and and uh, Pangai Junior has been um, starting from he the was bench. Injured, wasn't he? he was, but he's, he's coming back by yeah, the bench. Okay. So I think. I th- you'd think in a in a time when, you know, I guess he plays well off the bench anyway. He's a yeah. good, good impact player. Um, so we got a, a debuting Jake Turpin in the nine. I I can't tip against the Broncos at Suncorp here, but they're at Hope Solo. Oh, they're at Hope. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay, but then uh, again, that like, doesn't mean anything. I'm still tipping the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, Look, I'm trying to find, think of ways that the Titans can win this game. And uh, the, the only way they win it is if Taylor really wants to get out there and have a, a landmark performance against Milford, who's been dropped from the Queensland side. Yeah, and for once in an origin period, the the Broncos almost have their spine intact. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, this, this is probably one of the better spines they've had in origin periods, I think, in terms of being settled, not in terms of quality. Correct. Um yeah, look, I'm going to back the Broncos. Uh, I think they, they need it more. The Titans, they do lift the Broncos games. And if they can do that thing where they hang in for 60 minutes, you know, there's there's no there's no telling that they could... Uh... You're right. Who's ringing you this time of night? I have no idea. It's fucking 20 past 11. The nerve of that person, you need to cut them out of your goddamn life. Jesus. Anyone ringing you that time of night doesn't, doesn't respect your fucking sleep habits. <laughs> <laughs> well, they know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, all well, that too. And they don't respect your podcasting habits then. Because <laughs> they yeah. call you in the middle of a fucking podcast. Um, look, you know, if the, uh, I'd love to see the Titans hang in and then, you know, and, and pull away in the last 10 minutes. But, but I fear that the Broncos will uh, grind it out in a low quality affair. Okay, hitting the mailbag. We've got the Twill Gronk uh, says, Rugby League fans, everyone loves suburban grounds. Screw big modern stadiums. Old grounds are better. Next minute, it's 2018. Why can't every ground have Medicabs, craft beer, gourmet food, and heated seats? Listen, mate, 
I don't think that that's. I don't think that's what people are saying. I think people. I, I don't think people give a fuck about craft gear, beer and gourmet food and shit at the and heated seats at the football. Yeah, that's overstating it. You know, for your fucking argument. Read that again. He said, "Rugby league fans. This is rugby league fans. What they say. Yeah. Everyone loves suburban grounds. Screw big modern stadiums. Old grounds are better." Next minute is 2018. Why can't every ground have medicabs, craft beer, gourmet food, and heated seats? So they saying that fans say they love Medi- them. Medicabs? Medicabs. Why do suburban grounds not have medicabs? Well, the, this, this, the, I'm sure that the reason this came up is because you know Dylan Walker had to be sort of chaired off off the field, and um, everyone's like, "Why you've got a fucking medicab to take him off, take him off the field?" And then Gus said that uh, I guess it's it's like an old grounds thing as well, but a lot of them a medicab can't fit down the tunnels. No, so, it's because Dylan Walker's a cunt. Well, they don't have a medicab at Panthers, which is fucking, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. The idea would be, though... What did you say about Gus? When we were talking about Gus before the show, what did you say? I said, Gus... You don't believe a fucking word that comes out of his mouth. Why is it the gospel truth now? Well, what I, what I want to know is, why do they have to get down the fucking thing? Surely, they can park out, out the, you know, surely, surely even, even one that can't fit down the thing and just takes them to that part. And then yeah. they chair him off the rest of the other the next ten meters. No, no, but here's the thing though: if they're taking him to an ambulance, the ambulance isn't at the other end. They go outside the the gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go outside gate. <laughs> um, but look, I think that I think it's disgraceful they didn't have like a, a the the medicab. However, I don't know, you know, and like I know people are going to prove me wrong here, but I don't know people that are after gourmet food and craft beer at the grounds. I would love the fucking like if we had the full service like the like in the you know. NFL stadiums and shit like that. Yeah. But I don't I if I you know what when I'm going to a football game if I eat anything at the ground at all, you know, I'll pick like a yeah, like a fucking hot dog or like you know twenty yeah. twenty dollar fucking red rooster or something, you know, like <laughs> and like it's un it's uncool. <laughs> But you know what? When I want a fucking when I want gourmet gourmet food and craft beer, I'll fucking I'll spend three hours at Fritzenberger before I head down to the ground. See what I was very impressed at the entertainment center on the weekend. Oh yeah, six dollars. Yeah, for a box of chips. If that was at Suncorp during a, a football match, yeah, it would have been thirty dollars. Yeah, but if it was at like if 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 it was if it, if it was at like a fish and chip shop, that'd be so so many chips that you'd fill you'd be able to fill a backpack with them. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I, I was yeah, at yeah. the entertainment center, yeah, so, yeah. You, so you so you assume you as far as as far as as far as like yeah like hospitality at a at an event place is yes. concerned, that was a, a good deal in now your that, opinion. That, funnily enough, that was the first event I've ever been to with what, predominantly what, 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 mothers. What event was that again? Disney on ice. Disney on ice. Went to Disney Island, and there was a stage that I had to check myself and remind myself that it was a family event. So I was getting a little bit hot under the collar. Do you know? The thing about mothers is when you swipe, there's priests in a set. There's runs on the board. But when <laughs> when you like blow something up on your iPhone, do yeah. you use your thumb and your forefinger? Oh, to enlarge that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't really know this. But I saw it lots of times that there were a lot of MILFs there that were basically imitating the two-finger hustler move on their iPhone. Really? Yes. Dexterous. And that's how hard upstep that is. (laughs) 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 The 
uh, yeah. So. This is a hustler movie. Now I think of that as a Barry Hall maneuver. <laughs> uh, yeah, suburban grounds are all good. Stadiums are all good. Depends what you see. You know, state yeah. of origin of suburban ground would be fucking horrible. You know what? Hope Solo, perfect example. Mm. It's a modern new stadium. Mm. Does not have gourmet food. Charges a fucking mint for what they do have. Mm. Probably got medicabs. Yep. But there's also no fucking options anywhere around it unless you want to walk a K down to the town centre. Yeah. There's no good food options or good beer options or anything. Yeah. yeah that place is living out in an oasis. That's it. And, uh, or an oasis, except what, what do you call an oasis? It's like, except it's a shithole. Like, <laughs> it's not paradise around that ground. It's just, it's, it's fucking unrealized development dreams through lack of finance. <laughs> It's like a permanent construction site for a decade. Who's that band that sings You're Pretty Good on the Dance Floor? Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. You look good on it, yeah. They're like a shithouse oasis, aren't they? The Beatles are like a shithouse oasis, weren't they? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking heresy. Liam Gallagher's like, I I think he might be one of the only fucking rock stars left, though. Yeah. (laughs) That guy's fucking tremendous. I love him. (laughs) Um, No, all I want to see in the grounds now. Is yep. on an app on my phone. Yep. So that it knows what seat I'm in. Yep. I can get on there and fucking go da 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 pie. Beer me. Fucking yeah, apple me. pay. Yeah. And then someone walks it down to my fucking seat and goes, There you are, sir. No no lines, no fuss. Exactly. And like, and you know, they they might charge you a little bit more. No, fuck that. Well they might charge you a little bit a little bit more. Well if it's like if if like Uber Eats charges you like, you know, five bucks or whatever more than you know to to have a dude fucking bring it down for you you know they might charge you you know two bucks or something to yeah pay, to pay for the servant well this is, this is the other thing I mean they banned the beer wenches haven't they <laughs> so they really should provide an alternative that is true <laughs> I can give me a drone I don't care yeah anyway I think that's bullshit I don't think people are bemoaning one thing and you know I think there's problems with both and sure we'd like them fixed but yeah point not accepted Froth Rocket 87 sent us a photograph. Said, What XNRL talent's doing for your local team? I found Sandow smashing it up for the Moran Bar Miners. Fucking good idea. Just enjoying life. And there's a picture of, of uh, Froth Rocket 87, if that's his real name, enjoying a, enjoying a tinny with Chrissy Sandow, who is, um, he's not looking that out of shape, to be perfectly honest. No. That's pretty much NRL shape, Sandow, right? Oh. He was as fat as that in the NRL, wasn't he? Towards the end? These shirts say Clebo? Looks like it doesn't. It's sponsored by Clebo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beer Boy sponsoring yes. a Beer Boy. Um, oh, fucking good on him. Yep. Ah, Benso. Good app. Thanks, lad. Never thought about it before, but your analogy of the reps round being equivalent to heading out of town for a conference, bullseye. That is spot on. Fucking okay. that's why we said it. MKH Comic said, I uh, just had a chat at an event with a St. George fan in central London, all over the world, Twill Nation. Was he obviously a listener of the show? Um, you'd have to confirm for us, but uh, that's fantastic. Well done. Little Buffalo. Um, who in Twill Land saw Jay's assessment of Cleary and Origin coming 10 minutes before it arrived? Hashtag pred- predictable. Hashtag consistent. Hashtag proud set that. No, fucking no one saw it coming 10 minutes before. Everyone saw it coming days before. Yeah, the, like, it's pretty much the time it happened. They, like, the first thought people go, it wasn't like, oh, great tackle, crucial time, blah, blah, blah. It was just like, fuck me. We're going to get Scott Sattler shit out of... <laughs> 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 
Twill Tours with uh, Lestrade or Lestrade um, did one thing worse than travelling all the way to Adelaide to see your team go down by a point is waking up the next morning to find your hotel breakfast buffet is infested by storms. <laughs> And although he bemoaned the presence of storms at the breakfast buffet, he still found the time to get a photo with Cam Smith and with Bellamy. Tell you what, though. Say what you like about rugby league and the Melbourne Storm. Yep. I love that more than anything. Yep. That there is just an acceptance there that, hey, and I'm sure he said... The guy's going to come up. I'm, I'm a Roosters fan. Yeah. You know? And there was just a genuine fucking Bellamy's a good coach. Cameron Smith's a very good hooker. I only get a picture with him. That's it. Yep. You know? And they look very accepting. Yeah, they, they don't look unhappy to be there. No. And I guess he's kind of got a picture with Ryan Hoffman too because he's kind of in the background walking past the Bellamy photo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and like yeah, and like we saw firsthand last year too uh, on the, the morning after the grand final that the Storm players were very, very dusty but very yeah. accommodating. Yep. Yeah, they could, they're, they're walking two metres photo, two metres photos, you know, so good on them. Um, now, just uh, some general stuff. Alpha Ben RL uh, has put it out there and said he'll be at the Newstead Brewery at Milton from 5 p.m. before Origin Game 3 if anyone fancies a beer or eight. Now, um, I'm, I may show up there. I'm going. Uh, bought some tickets in uh, in Blatchy's down, you know, probably, probably about you know, 15 rows back. I'm going to take the ref's fault scarf because I figure that'll stand out in a sea of blue. Fuck yeah. <laughs> in the wigs and whatnot. Um Come my brother and his mate, so uh, it'd be great. You can't make it, unfortunately. No, unfortunately. Um, to see the sweep, uh, Suncorp, unfortunately, will not. Allow, they they don't mind the broom idea as a concept. <laughs> the girl thought it was the girl thought it was funny, and while there's no problem at all with the broom in and around the grounds of Suncorp, you go through the gates and you got to check it. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, okay. because you can't take. There's a certain size of stuff you can take through, and um, yeah, unfortunately, that's the case. Uh, biggest tiger said uh, he sent us out this uh, morning. Twitter fam, anyone who knows me knows I love a drink. I'm giving it up this July to help Cancer Council New South Wales. Please donate and spread the word. And he gave us a link there. We retweeted it, but I thought I'd make mention of it as well, um, and we'll chuck some money into on behalf of the show. Uh, so if I haven't done that in the next couple of days, do fucking remind me because um, the intention is there and so yeah get out support support like who, someone who's clearly the the best bloke in Twill Nation and uh, so you can kick him kick him a few bucks if you can um, that's full time oh no sorry one thing before I go uh, membership stuff we're good to go um, it's school holidays here so I'm going to set up child child slavery uh, you know you know pseudo Adidas factory here for them to to assemble the the various packages and everything like that um Got all the satchels and everything, bought all that shit today, so uh, pretty much good to go. Just got to actually pack them up. So fantastic! You will get an Australia Post email um, if your email address you provided is correct. You'll get an you get a thing with tracking and blah blah blah, and so that'll give you the timing and all that sort of stuff. And you know you'll be able to track it from when it leaves here. And um, yeah, so yeah, memberships coming over the next like week or so. Um, that's full time for episode 294 thanks for listening as always you can interact with us on Twitter so follow at TWI League we're also on facebook.com forward slash this week in league uh, hit the like button share the post thank you to those who do it thank you to those who retweet all the stuff when we put it out on Twitter it's fantastic um, iTunes got a couple of reviews this week blow up big because my god when there's more than one review the text is really fucking small um, okay oh where did you go there you go alright first one a Jam Master JC uh, five stars. If you like Paul Kent, Ray Hadley, and Gus Gould, you'll love this. 
<laughs> That's the headline of a one-star review. <laughs> Jumped on board this season and a long-time voice of reason in this crazy scandal-filled NRL void has been filled. The renaming of stadiums, a.k.a. Gold Coast, Gold Coast Hope Solo, was enough to get me hooked. Thank you, sir. And uh, sorry, the other one is from uh, Chris at Sportscastle. And uh, is it not half bad? Five stars, which is another headline. It's kind of like, that's a three-star headline, right? Yeah, witty, charming, dulcet tones and a real way with words. But enough about Sportscastle. These two deviates will give you the most hilarity-filled and sufficiently biased two hours of rugby league rundown you could ever want or need. They also educate you on topics from the dark and twisted corners of their perverted minds. An absolute must-listen if you love your NRL and love laughing to the point of wetting your pants. Thank you, sir. Nice. I feel like I feel like he's uh, talked about you a lot there with the deviancy and whatnot. Uh, you know, all I'm saying is like I've never been on a documentary about fucking deviant sexual proclivities. Okay, <laughs> that was how we met <laughs> <laughs> because I only knew Sam. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's great. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> If you want to give us a fantastic review like the, the wonderful gentleman uh, above, um, take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section, click on Sports and Rec, and check out the What's Hot section. You'll see our logo there. Click in there, choose a rating, leave a review, and uh, thank you to our boys at Super League Pod, Sports BFs, uh, Green Machine Pod, and Sports Castle AU. Green Machine Pod, I mean, I th- throw them a sympathy follow. Throw them a sympathy retweet. <laughs> sympathy likes because if, if could that, you imagine like I've had Glenn sitting in this fucking seat for years upon like yeah what he would be at least five years right five six years for Glenn yeah. with miserable fucking ninth finish 60 point flogging by the Raiders 50 point flogging by the Rabbits like just just misery from start to finish for yeah. the fucking Tigers and he fronted up every week yeah and did the podcast but can you imagine if your sole purpose was a podcast about Canberra I mean, we were bemoaning, like, how would you be as a fan of this club? Can, how could how could you... It's hard enough to fucking back up the only way, if, if they have to do it, and let's say, uh, how, you know, what, is it, what do they go for, an hour? Hour and a half? How could, how, uh, so let's say the podcast goes for an hour, just hypothetically. What they need to do is just do the podcast for 55 minutes, and then for the last five minutes, just go... And just fuck it up completely. I just you. I mean, you, you. You'd hear my death on fucking. Oh, someone would have to upload it, of course. <laughs> that's what you. Uh, the tipping. Uh, way out in front, five points ahead. Punching prolapse, looking good to take it out this year. Uh, that was a jinx there. Manola and Robbo follow. Uh, then we go back to H Dragons fan and Yora Cuck, who's dropped a little bit down to fifth. Uh, and then tied on 78, we have Terry G, Frag Dog, P. Lay, Mario Siegs, and Sarah L. And I am making my charge. I have progressed up to 32nd this week nice. on differential. I, I mean, on, on, yeah. on ladder points, I'm about 28th. Yep. So fucking, here we go, bitches. Now, last man standing, the winner of, uh, of the second phase of the competition after forcing them to find a resolution on a, on a single game. Worked out perfectly. Closest game, I guess, yeah, arguably, of the round. And uh, it was kick at the hunt. No. No. Mario, Mario Siegs. Siegs. Well, he didn't bet against... He, he, you said he bet against his team. Or you say, oh, you're saying that... Um, kick at the hunt, bet against... Oh, hang on. No. Was it kick at the hunt? No, this Sorry. is what I'm talking about. He, if he bet against his team, then he bet on Cronulla, therefore he won. Right? 
Yeah, that's it. So okay, so uh, kick it to Hunt um, or Mister, you know, Mister, Mister to Hunt. Send an email to hello at thisweekinleague.com dot com, um, or send send an email to the. No, last one. Hey, fuck, I'm going back in now because I have no idea. It's that fucking late. I can't remember who tipped what. I'm certain it's I'm certain it's kick it to Hunt, right? Yep, he stayed with the Sharks. Okay, so um, could you please uh, yeah, email one of the email addresses yep. you have on file, even if it's the one you you know, or DM us on on the on Twitter or whatever. Um, let us know what your bank details are, sir, so we can uh, transfer the monies to your account. I don't even know how much is in this last this uh, last phase, to be honest, but uh, we'll soon find out. Um, I may kick in a little bit more to fucking sweeten the pot if it's shit. Um, now, next phase is up. Now, a couple of people have jumped on already. But now it is go time. It's up. I'll send some tweets. Do we want to do it for next week so there's time for this episode to get out and people to get? Or do we want them to have it? Well, this is going to be out like, you know, early hours of Wednesday mornings. I've got all Wednesday. Yeah, okay, cool. Pretty much all Thursday to get to the late okay. Thursday. Get your tip in. Get your entry. Go to thisweekinleague.com and uh, click on the shop and you'll see there's a, a thing there, like five bucks for entry into the last man standing. Click on that. Pay. Uh, then you're in. And then you need to make sure that you get your tip to us before kickoff on the Thursday night game. This week should be an easier week. There's only four yeah. games to choose from. Nice one to start you off, and hopefully everyone's still alive for week two. That's it. But yeah, get there's, in there's as soon as you can. fucking easy ways to do it. You can DM it to the podcast on Twitter. Yep. There is lastmanstanding at thisweekinleague.com. Yep. Fucking, can they DM on Facebook? They can send a private message on the Facebook page. You yeah. send a private message on the yep. Facebook page. I'll put it on Twitter. You put the link on Facebook for it. Fucking yep. everyone's happy. Boom. Supercoach. Uh, once again, Sam Seals well on top. Uh, the cheap seats making a move into the top 200 overall as well. Captain Robbo Cuck. Bought not bread. The pool of death. Pineapples for the pokies. Grey ghosts. Junior mints. Dingbats. And meme queens round out the top 10. Congratulations, everyone. Keep who's, up the good work. Who's pineapples for the pokies? I don't know. Uh, someone by the name of Liam. They are the original pineapple fan, then. Quite possibly. There are many pineapple instigators, you know, just imitators. And pineapple shit's getting out of hand. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yep. Fucking Jesuits putting pineapple on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all we've got time for. Later. Later. See you next week. <laughs>